Welcome to Zichud Av Siman Ram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Megillah Dav Ches. The first parak Megillah Nikres. The Zichud Mezechus Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zichud Chabura. This Dav contains five Mishnahs to begin Ein Bain that draw distinctions in halacha between closely related mitzvahs. So the three Davs are going to focus on number one. The second Mishnah on the Dav states Ein Bain Nadarim Nadavos Elish Nadarim Chai Bacharayusan Nadavos Eno Chai Bacharayusan. There's no difference between Nadarim and Nadavos except that in the case of Nadarim, one is responsible for them, meaning that in the event that the animal set aside as a carbon dies or becomes lost, he is liable to bring another one in its place. And in the case of Nadavas, one is not responsible for them. The Gemara asks for the source for this distinction and brings a rice that quotes the Pasuk, and it shall be accepted for him to atone for him. And about this Pasuk, Rabbi Shimon explains, that which is upon him, he is responsible to replace, and that which is not upon him, he's not responsible to replace. When the Gemara asks how the word alav upon him denotes personal responsibility, Rabbi Yisak Barabdimi said, Since he said upon me, it's as if he said that the burden of responsibility is on his shoulders. Pointing to the third Mishnah states, There's no difference between a zav who sees two emissions, which Rashi explains means that he either sees two emissions on one day or one emission on two consecutive days, and a Zav who sees three emissions except for the Chiv to bring a carbon. A Zav who has Shosh Rios must bring a pair of bird offerings after counting seven clean days. After the board clarifies that both a Zav that sees two emissions and a Zav that sees three emissions are both Avatumos regarding Mishka of Umosha, rendering what they lie or sit on an Avatuma, and they both must count seven clean days, it asks for the source of the distinction regarding the carbon. It was taught in a bright Rabbi Samai says, the Pasuk mentions two emissions and calls a person Tame, and it mentions three emissions and calls a person Tame. Now, if he's already Tame after two emissions, why is it necessary to call him Tame after three emissions? The Gemara answers, Shtaim with Tuma Vishalosh carbon. This teaches that the two emissions make him Tame, whereas the three emissions make him Chayev in a carbon. And point number three, the fourth Mishnah teaches that the only difference between a Mitzorah Muskar, a confined Mitzorah, and a Mitzorah Muchlat, a confirmed Mitzorah, is Priya Ufrima, letting his hair grow and rending his clothes. The Gemara asks for the source for this distinction, and after the first source is rejected, Rav says that the source that a Mitzorah Muskar is patra from both is derived from the Pasuk that states, Vatsarua asher boha nega, and that Sarua, that is in him the affliction, his garment shall be torn, and the hair of his head shall be uncut. This implies that only the one whose saras is in his body and therefore requires healing is required to tear his clothing and grow his hair long. And excludes the Mitzvah Muskar, whose saras is not dependent on his body but upon the days of his confinement. So once again, the three points are number one. The second mission on this staff states, there is no difference between Nadarim and Nadavas except that in the case of Nadarim, one is responsible for them, meaning that in the event that the animal set aside as a carbon dies or becomes lost, he's liable to bring another one in its place. And in the case of Nadavos, one is not responsible for them. The Gemara asks for the source for this distinction and brings a price of the quotes the Pasuk, and it shall be accepted for him to atone for him. And about this Pasuk, Rabbi Shimon explains, that which is upon him, he's responsible to replace, and that which is not upon him, he's not responsible to replace. When the Gemara asks how the word alav upon him denotes personal responsibility, 
Rabbi Yitzhak Barabdimi said, came the Amr Allah, Kamandatain Akasve. Since he said, upon me, it's as if he said that burden of responsibility is on his shoulders. Point number two, the third Mishnah states, There's no difference between a Zav who sees two missions, which Rashi explains means that he either sees two missions on one day or one mission on two consecutive days, and a Zav who sees three missions, except for the Chiv to bring a carbon. A Zav Rios must bring a pair of bird offerings after counting seven clean days. After the Gemara clarifies that both a Zav who sees two missions and a Zav that sees three missions are both Abatumos regarding Mishkav Umoshav, rendering what they lie or sit on an Abatuma, and they both must count seven clean days, it asks for the source of the distinction regarding the carbon. It was taught in a Bryce where Bisamai says the Pasuk mentions two missions and calls the person Tame, and it mentions three missions and calls the person Tame. Now, if he's already Tame after two missions, why is it necessary to call him Tame after three missions? The Gemara answers, Shtaim Latuma Mishalosh carbon. This teaches that the two emissions make him tame, whereas the three emissions make him chayev in a carbon. And point number three, the fourth Mishnah teaches that the only difference between a Mitzorah Muskar, a confined Mitzorah, and a Mitzorah Muchlat, a confirmed Mitzorah, is Priya Ufrima, letting his hair grow and rending his clothes. The grass for the source of this distinction after the first source is rejected, Rabbah says that the source that a Mitzorah Muskar is pater from both is derived from the Pasuk that states, and that Sarua, that is in him, the affliction, his garment shall be torn, and the hair of his head shall be uncut. This implies, that only the one whose saras is in his body, and therefore requires healing, is required to tear his clothing and grow his hair long. And excludes the Mitzvah Muskar, whose saras is not dependent on his body, but upon the days of his confinement. All right, so now we go to our Simr Dav Ches, and our standard Simr is Chala, and we're going to associate Chala also to a baker. So a baker will be incorporated into the Simr. So here goes. The baker who closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nether, as well as a pair of birds for becoming a zub with three emissions, didn't forget to send a getwell Chala to his Matsura Muchat friend with long hair and torn garments. Once again, slow motion. The baker, baker, chala, that must be more of ches. The baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nadir, which reminds us that the Mishnah stated that there's no difference between Nadarim and Nadavas, except that in the case of Nadarim, one is responsible for them, meaning that in the event that the animal set aside as a carbon dies or becomes lost, the person is liable to bring another one in its place. And in the case of Nadavos, one is not responsible for them. This is one from the word Allah in the Pasuk. Rabbi Yitzhak Barabdimi said, since he said Allah upon me, it's as if he said, the burden of responsibility is on his shoulders. So, the baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nether, as well as a pair of birds were becoming a zub with three emissions, which reminds us the third mission states, There's no difference between a zub who sees two missions and a zub who sees three missions, except for the chiv to bring a carbon. A zub who must bring a pair of bird offerings after counting seven clean days. The Pasuk mentions two emissions and calls the person Tame, and it mentions three emissions and calls the person Tame. So if he's already Tame after two emissions, why is it necessary to call him Tame after three emissions? The Gemara answers, This teaches that the two emissions make him Tame, whereas the three emissions make him Chayim in a carbon. So the baker closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nadir, as well as a pair of birds for becoming a Zub with three emissions didn't forget to send a get-well challah to his Matsura Muchat friend 
with long hair and torn garments, which reminds us that the fourth mission teaches that the only difference between a Matsura Muskar, a confined Matsura, and a Matsura Mukhlat, a confirmed Matsura, is Priya Ufrima, letting his hair grow and rending his garments. Rabbi says that the source of the distinction that a Matsura Muskar is Pater from both is derived from the Pasuk that states, Matsarua Asher Bohanega, and the Tzrua that is in him the affliction, his garment shall be torn and the hair of his head shall be uncut. This implies that Misha Sarasa Tli Bagufo, that only the one whose Saras is in his body and therefore requires healing, is required to tear his clothing and grow his hair long. So once again, the baker who closed his shop to shoulder his responsibility to bring up a replacement for his nadir, as well as a pair of birds for becoming a zub with three emissions, didn't forget to send a getwell collar to his Matsura Mukhat friend with long hair and torn garments. Alright, now it's time for four blah so the simmer of Dalad is a delad, is a door. So here goes. The woman Chayv and Kriyas and Megillah were coming in through the pink doors. Doors? That must mean we're on Daf Dalad. The woman Chayv and Kriyas and Megillah who were coming in through the pink doors to hear a shir on Purim since the 15th was Shabbos, which reminds us that women were also Chayv and Kriyas and Megillah because they were also part of the nace. And if Purim falls on Shabbos when the Megillah is not read, we have shiurim on the topic of the day. So, the woman Chayv and Kriyas Megillah were coming in through the pink doors to hear a shir on Purim, since the 15th was Shabbos, were chatting how they loved hearing the Megillah read twice the day before, which reminds us a person's Chayv to read the Megillah at the night of Purim and repeat it the following day. So, the woman Chayv and Kriyas Megillah, who were coming in through the pink doors to hear a shir on Purim, since the 15th was Shabbos, were chatting how they loved hearing the Megillah read twice the day before while their friends in Unwall Towns had to hear it read a day earlier, on Thursday, the 13th. Which reminds us, there's a Malchokas, when Unwall Towns read the Megillah, when the 15th falls on Shabbos. Do they read it on Friday, which is the 14th, the typical day they read the Megillah, or do they read it on Thursday, the 13th, because they typically read the Megillah the day before it's read in walled cities, which in this case would read it on Friday. Daf Hay, so the similar Daf Hay is Hay. So here goes. The low haystacks, haystacks, that must be more on Daf Hay. The low haystacks that had not been used to sit on, since the Shabbos Tishabab was pushed to a Sunday, which reminds us that while the Megill reading cannot be pushed later, after the date's given for its reading, the Zman Atzeko Hanim, Tishabab, Chagig, and Hakel are delayed later and not brought earlier. Tishabab because we don't push earlier the commemoration of a tragedy, and the others because the time of their Chiyuv has not yet happened. So, the low haystacks that had not been used to sit on, since the Shabbos Tishabab was pushed to a Sunday, were being used by a group of Jews while they planted shoots and did Malachah on Purim. Which reminds us, Rebbe planted a shoot on Purim because the Jews never accepted the Yantav aspect of Purim to forbid doing Malachah. So, the low haystacks that had not been used to sit on since the Shabbos Tishabab was pushed to a Sunday were being used by a group of Jews while they planted shoots and did Malachah on Purim in the city of Tiberia, where one side of the walled city was bordered by the water of the Canaria, which reminds us that Chizkiah read the Megillah in Tiberia on the 14th and the 15th, because he had a suffix of one side of the walled city of Tiberia, which was open to the water, was considered a wall regarding Purim. Is the purpose of the wall to not expose the city, in which case Tiberia was exposed and therefore considered an unwalled city, or is it to protect the city, in which case the water does act as a barrier and Tiberia is considered walled? Davvav, so the similar Davvav is a sword. So here goes. The warriors from the fortified cities of Kinaris and Rakas that went out with swords, swords, that must be more on Dav Vav. 
the warriors from the fortified cities of Kineris and Rakas that went out with swords with handles shaped like sweet fruit and pomegranates, which reminds us that the Gemara identifies the various fortress cities listed in Savior Yeshua and explains the names given. Kineris is Guinness, and why was it called Kineris? Because its fruit are as sweet as the sound of a kinor, a harp. And Tiberia was called Rakas, according to one opinion, Shafir, Rekhan, Shabbat, Malayn, Mrs. Karima, because even the empty ones who live there are as full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate is full of seeds. So, the warriors from the fortified cities of Kineris and Rakas that went out with swords with handles shaped like sweet fruit and pomegranates defeated the many chiefs of Edom, which reminds us, Yaakov even said before Gushbarchu, Rebona do not give Esav Arashi his heart's desires and do not remove his ring, which refers to Gamamia Shal Edom, for if they were to go out, they would destroy the entire world. There are 300 crown princes in Gamamia of Edom and there are 365 chiefs in Rome. So, the warriors from the fortified cities of Kineris and Rakas that went out with swords with handles shaped like sweet fruit and pomegranates defeated the many chiefs of Edom and marched home chanting the Yigati Masasi victory song. Which reminds us, if someone says, Yigati Masasi Tame, I put effort in and I did succeed, believe him. This applies to Limit Torah of Abamas Matan Siyata Humin Shemaya. When it comes to business, one's success is dependent on Siyata Shemaya. And even with regard to Limit Torah, this was not said, except in regard to sharpening one's understanding. But in regard to remembering one's learning, that is dependent on Siyata Shemaya. Dav Zayn. So the symbol Dav Zayn is a gun because Clay Zayn is a weapon. So we use a gun. So here goes. The armed guards with machine guns. Guns? That must be more Dav Zayn. Clay Zayn. The armed guards with machine guns protecting the general who is writing his fourth book about his famous battle, which reminds us that Esther sent to the Chamim, Kibuni Odors or Kisbuni Odors, write me, referring to the story of Purim for generations, and that they were reluctant to do so because the Pusik refers to the Battle of Amalek being written only three times until they learned the Pusik Ksov Zos Zikarm Sefer, write this as a memorial and a Sefer in which they darsh an allusion to the Battle of Amalek being written a fourth time. So the armed guards with machine guns who protecting the general who was writing his fourth book about his famous battle, didn't know he could read their minds that they were plotting against him. Which reminds us that the Tanaim held Esther Baruch HaKodesh Namra. Miguel's Esther was written with Baruch HaKodesh since there are things written that no one could have known about, such as Mordecai knowing about Big Son and Sarah's plot to assassinate Achishverosh. Shmuel said that if he had been present when the Tanaim presented their Pesukim, he would have bested them all, and said that it says in the Pasuk, Kimu Vakibu, they establish and accept, which means, Kimu Lamala Mashikibu Lamata. They confirmed above in the basin Shomala what the Jews accepted down below, referring to the reading of the Megillah. The Gemara continues by showing that each of the Tanaim sources are not conclusive. So, the armed guards with machine guns protecting the general, who was writing his fourth book about his famous battle, didn't know he could read their minds when they are plotting against him, and that he could become quite dangerous when he got drunk. Which reminds us, Rav said, Mechai vini shibosume vapuria, one is high to get drunk with wine on Purim, Adul yad ben orahaman lobarach morachai, until he doesn't know the difference between cursed as Haman and blessed as Mordechai. And the Gemara brings the mice of Rabbah, Shechni, and Rabbi Zerah at a Suda when they both became drunk. All right, that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichur, wishing you a great day and great learning.